Great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Six o'clock. It's Friday night. You're here at Mutiny Radio. You're excited for open mic comedy. I know. I know. I'm excited for open mic comedy. I'm super excited for tonight's open mic comedy because um, the host is like way too good looking to be a comedian, and it's difficult. But being the board up, I get a legal right to literally stare at him for an hour and fifty minutes. Yep, it's happy hour, and I've got a special guest host tonight. Put your hands together for Nathan Lowe, everybody. Yay! What is up, Mutiny Radio? How is everybody today? We got a whole full room of comics here. (laughs) Keeping you guys entertained. How are you doing? We feeling good? Been a fun week for all y'all? Y'all were safe. None of us had to deal with blackouts. Northern California had a little bit of fire problems up there in Marin. They were shutting everything down. (laughs) Pam had blackouts. They were just spaced in between a certain couple hours of the day. But they were good. I like to imagine what the 911 calls from Marin were like. Just a little bit bougie, like, oh my god, help. Our last iPad died. I have to talk to my kid. (laughs) I don't know what to do. My daughter's miniature horse got out. The electric fence died. It's causing all kinds of miniature panic. We got a full show of guys for you tonight, and uh, nope, just guys. <laughs> Did a little check, man. That's how Pam handles it. She is very, uh, you know, she's kind of our our own little, our own little Epstein. We like her a lot. <laughs> she's fantastic. She keeps us all in line, or at least bound up. Uh, <laughs> we're going to wait for a couple of these other comics, but real quick, let's get a quick hand and a l- very hearty hand for James Coker, guys. Give it up for him. I have a sister who lives in Marin, and she did have a big emergency. She had to move her uh, pumpkin carving party from 7 p.m. to 2. That actually happened. Um, I'm going to try a few new things. Um, I've had a bunch of different jobs since I, um, since I graduated from school. I, uh, my first job 10 years ago was I was a production assistant on TV shows. And one of the things you have to do is just like you're a gopher. You have to get people coffee. And there was one time where I was carrying three trays of coffee. I was carrying like a dozen uh, coffees on on three trays trying to balance it all and a small child pointed to me and said look mom it's a coffee boy and she was kind enough to correct him and she said no son that's a coffee man so that felt really good uh i was tipping at an office for a while and it was pretty laid back they were pretty good um about me like leaving when i had to and whatnot but things got really tense at the office because people kept losing the bathroom key um, 
I don't know what offices like are here in San Francisco, but in New York, like you share a bathroom on each floor. So you have to have a key to get in. And, uh, so to, to keep people from losing it, they started attaching the bathroom key to a larger and larger object. Like first it was just like a piece of wood. Then it was like a steering wheel. And then finally it got to the point, and I'm not kidding you, they attached the bathroom key to a kid's bike. So if you wanted to go to the bathroom, you had to roll a huffy down a hallway. Um, so there was no way to discreetly use the restroom. Uh, I, uh, I think we all get a point in our lives where we hit rock bottom. Sometimes it has to do with addiction. Sometimes it has to do with uh, depression. Uh, me, I finally hit that point last week when I set up an Instagram account for my dog. I'm not proud of it. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. I was walking my dog the other day and a group of uh, kids walked by and one of them said, that dog has a small penis. And it, and listen, they weren't wrong, but I felt like I should be offended. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I recently had to use a, I recently had to write a check for something, but I have not used a check in years. So I had to call my bank and I was like, listen, I need to write a check, but I, I literally never use checks. Is there a way I can just get like a handful of checks? And they're like, yes. No problem. We totally understand your situation. The minimum order is three billion checks. All right, I'm going to mark that one down as strong to quite strong. Um, you guys, uh, do you guys notice the Gmail ads that you get on top of on top of your? Does anyone here use Gmail? Yeah. Okay. Enthusiastic Gmail user right here. So if you guys don't use Gmail, on the top of your inbox, you get ads. And those ads are generated by an algorithm based off of the content of your email. So they take certain keywords, plug that into something, and you get targeted ads. But for some reason, a few months ago, I got an, an ad that said, got runner's diarrhea? Thank you. <laughs> Good timing. And I think it might be because of that email that I sent when I said, hey, I can't come into work. I have runner's diarrhea. Uh, let's see what else I wanted to talk about. Oh, recently I was uh, on Instagram and I saw a group of uh, young white women in their 20s listening to uh, Hit em Up by Tupac while drinking rosé. And uh, immediately thought to myself, yes, this was Tupac's intended audience. <laughs> uh, anything else I want to talk about? No, I'm just going to leave it there. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs>
Oh, Pat Belmer. Pat. I'm sorry. Pete I Bellman. I wrote in cursive, and Are I know you that doctor? you, you young, you young kids can't read cursive. It's fine. That's oh, all right. It's kind of Perkin, like it's kind of cursive, kind of like Parkinson-y. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Well, in lieu of our, uh, your opener not being here, give it up for your uh, your headliner, Max Eddy. <laughs> Close to saying headliner correctly there, man. That was uh, very, very close. Good shit, guys. How's it going? We feeling good? Um, I love, love performing here. Did you guys know this building uh, was built in 1918? Yeah, it's an old building. Yeah, it's historic. I like, I like performing in like historic buildings, like old spots, because the the guys who built this place hated queers. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm here. You know, in skin tight khakis. Yeah. <laughs> Just ruining them, you know. Just, I would love to tell them to their face that I was gonna be here doing this, like just ruin their day. Like, no, oh, I didn't fight the Krauts in Austria-Hungary to fucking build a speakeasy for faggots. I don't know how they talk. I realize now. Um, did not plan that act out at all. Uh, <laughs> really should have thought more about uh, 1918 there. But uh, what, what else? What would they say? No. Why are we even? Building a wall for the bathroom, they're just gonna drill a hole in it. I don't know, just yeah. And then there'd be <laughs> there'd be one guy in that group of guys in 1918 who's like, yeah, I hate gay people. <laughs> you know what really sick is those gay guys is if we just like built the holes for them. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I hate. There's one. Never mind, that didn't work. Uh, but in that in that joke there are gay people in 1918 and um, that's that's what i was trying to get across man um that's good i i'm queer it's fine um i don't no <laughs> i don't i li like thank you but don't don't uh, no i uh, i don't know it's been it's been fine i didn't realize it for a while um my dad Still doesn't get it. Um, his big dream for me when I was growing up was for me to be in the NFL. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ah, no, it didn't. It didn't work out. No, what he would do is we would we would watch uh, football together when I was growing up. He would like point out. He would like find the short white players on TV, and like point them out just to inspire me. Yeah, just like, hey Max, Wes Welker, he's five foot eight. Okay, that could be you. I'm just like, that's, that's just a fact about him at that point, you know? Like, that'd be like if we were watching daytime TV and I was like, see that? Ellen DeGeneres, dad. She also likes pussy. That could be you, you know? That's, it just, it's not much. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I, uh, I just got a new job recently. Uh, um, thank you. Yeah, clap that. That's better. That's... Because I earned this, yeah. <laughs> I earned the job. I had to do an interview. I didn't have to interview to suck a dick. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, I earned it. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a receptionist, by the way. Um, fucking taking women's jobs, dude. That's what I'm all about. That's, I'm coming for them, dude. That's, uh, <laughs> now it's cool. I just realized, like, I hadn't worked in an office in a while, and it's just annoying, like, being in an office, because there's so many, like, rules you got to follow. Like if, like, if someone's talking too slow, you can't just hit them. <laughs> that sucks, right? Like, have you ever heard someone talk so slow, it sounds like their voice is playing Jenga? Okay, that doesn't resonate. I didn't say it right. But it's just like, like I, there's this 
I'm going to say it's a dude. It's a woman, but I'm going to say it's a dude because otherwise it gets real sticky. Uh, but there's a, um, there's a girl at my work, and she, <laughs> she just talks so deliberately. It's just like, um, it seems like for this project, we're going to need collaboration across all of the team. <laughs> And I'm just like, just fucking just just say the word. I don't like why are you like it looks like you're looking at the words as they come out of your mouth. And it's like this is like are you trying to not look stupid? Cause you definitely still do. Uh I just that's just that's just me mad. I can't come across angry, you guys. It's not <laughs> nobody buys it. <laughs> He's it's like I'll do I have to shoot up a school for people to believe me? Well, I'm mad. I'll do it. I don't <laughs> stop. Um do I have anything else? Um, yeah. Oh, the one thing that's annoying about my work, uh, and it's not, this is going to be a hard sell. They have this thing called Bagel Fridays um, at my work. And that's not, it sounds like it could be good. You know, like, I like bagels, I like Fridays, put them together, magic. But the problem is they have bagels readily available at this job Monday through Friday. And, what, and then they just have separate bagels on Fridays that they order in. So they have two uh, uh, leagues of bagel that we're dealing with. And uh, the first time I, I, I was there, my first day was on a Friday, and I was like, oh, free bagel. So I, I got one of the, the, the uh, plebe bagels, uh, <laughs> and I started eating it. And a lady who I had not met yet looked at me and just goes, oh, you're eating those ones, and walked away. And I was like, I didn't get it. But I, this is too long. Bye, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Another strong finish. Give it up for Max, ladies and gentlemen. Max knows how to build a glory hole. We learned. We learned a lot of stuff about Max. San Francisco's newest recruited tight end. Give it up for him. We knew you were into reception. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we have a couple more comics here for you. And by a couple, I mean about 15, 20, maybe 30. Give it up for your next one, Daniel Lewis. Well, oh, sorry, I didn't know I was next. How's it going? All right, all right. You got a car alarm? Day one of my presidency, car alarms outlawed. Day one. And then now I would repeal the Affordable Care Act. No, I'm just joking, sorry. Ah, what do we got here? You guys, you know, I think, uh, I think we can all agree that foreigners are the worst drivers, right? <laughs> Every time I rent a car in another country, it's all I can think about. I am doing a terrible job right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, just, you know what? They ever have somebody come up to you, they always say this, they, they don't remember your name, and they go, hey, I'm sorry, man. I'm not good with names, uh, but I'm really good with faces. Like, they want partial credit for being good with faces, you know? Like, when they tell their sixth grade geography teacher, like, uh, yeah, I know all 50 states, just uh, couldn't tell you the names of any of them. I know them by shape. You know, they got those square ones. I'm familiar with those. That one that looks like a dong, I know that one. It's not that convenient. It'd be a lot less convenient, actually, if you were really, really good with names and just no good with faces. Like, you walk up to somebody and go, uh, Jessica, right? She's like, do I know you? I, you say, I have no idea, actually. I have no way of knowing that. I can't have relationships. Uh, it's my curse, actually. I was on my way to jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. If you could just point it out to me, that'd be great. <laughs> nice not knowing you, uh, Jessica Anderson. And tell your parents Rick and Debbie I said so as well. 
and your dog Buster, I'm going to say. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. All right, sorry, you guys. Hey, I was. Uh, I often see uh, people going around in, in unicycles in Berkeley. About once a month, you see somebody like commuting on a unicycle, and I get enraged. I don't know about you guys. I hate unicycles. I just feel like it's obvious to hate unicycles. It, it's a completely ridiculous. It's the only thing you can ride around on where it would look less ridiculous if you were juggling at the same time, you know? But it's, I guess what kind of pissed me off about it is just intuitively I could tell like there's no way that they invented this and then they invented the bicycle from it. You know, and I looked it up and sure enough it was invented 50 years after the bicycle. What kind of an asshole invention is this? I can't think of anything else like this. Like a simpler and demonstrably worse version of an existing invention. Yeah, that's it. Uh, they should call it an unvention. You unvented the bicycle. <laughs> What are you doing, man? Be like 50 years after the Wright brothers flew. It'd be like if you went, ladies and gentlemen, we're calling it the kite. <laughs> ah, look at it soar on just wind and luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if I had a time machine, count me as one of those people that would like to go back and kill Hitler. Right? That'd be great. You know, what I'd do is I'd hide out in that bunker, you know, when he arrived. I'd make him pay for all of his crimes. Yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> Why would you kill him after he did everything? Okay, that's the idea there. Not clear, though. Not clear. I don't know. I'm, not, I'm against violence, though, in any situation, you know, so I couldn't really do that. You know, I couldn't kill, a, like, a baby Hitler, for instance. What I do, I think, is just, like, go back in time and run against Hitler with, like, a more sensible, middle-of-the-road solution to the Jewish problem. <laughs> Saying. All right, you guys. It's hard to understand. It's hard to understand sometimes like world affairs living in a bubble that we live in, you know? Like I, like I think about this all the time. I see there's trouble in the Middle East. I just think, God, what, I just don't understand that. You know, when I see like centuries of like bitter, bloody, contentious, religious warfare deeply rooted like that, I just think like, have none of these people seen the coexist bumper sticker? It's pretty easy, guys. It's got all the religious symbols on it. Pretty simple. Yeah, I'd like to go to the UN, you know, with that, you know, maybe tell somebody there, you know. Like, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the General Assembly, I uh, came across the most delightful life hack on the bumper of uh, a Volvo 250DL riding around in Berkeley. Uh, <laughs> we should do, I should do something with that. I don't know. I can't think of the rest of it, but I'll give it up. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, man. Give it up one more time for Daniel, guys. Very, very funny stuff. If y'all didn't laugh at any of those Hitler jokes, you're, you're not good Americans. Those are the rules. Someone says, I go back in time and kill Hitler. Your response is, ha, ha, ha. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Make it really loud for your next comic, guys. Jared Cena or Sarah Cena. That's me, my bad. But anyways, enough about my terrible handwriting. How's everybody doing tonight? Woo! All right, the fuck is up, Mutiny Radio? All right, I just started stand-up comedy, and I'm not good as any as you guys, so please go easy on me, all right? I'm just a newbie. I'm just getting my feet wet. But you know what? Give me a couple years doing this shit. I guarantee you I'll be headlining my first punchline show anytime soon. Woo! All right. <laughs> All right, 
personally, though, I see it less of a stand-up set and more so someone giving me a mic so I can just bitch and moan all day. <laughs> Seriously, I wasn't even planning on, go on doing stand-up today. I was just pissed off in the moment, and I saw that there was a mutiny radio s open mic today and I said, fuck it, let's do stand-up. But you know what? It's chilling, because what I call misery, you guys call entertainment. And I got a lot of that shit tonight. All right. Uh, all right. You guys are feeling this. All right. I'm having fun. Fuck yeah. <laughs> all right. Honestly, though, none of that anger comes from my personal life, though. Fuck no, dude. Doing great right now. Uh, my college grades are up. I got a kick-ass electric guitar. And I'm cute as fuck. Seriously, guys, look at this face. No acne. And I get eight hours sleep every night, bitch. <laughs> this is great. This is great. I fucking love doing stand-up. This is like the best eight months of my life. <laughs> all right. But seriously, you guys want to know where all my anger comes from? Where like 90% comes from it? It's from arguing with all these dipshits on YouTube comment sections. Seriously, so I'm that type of guy who's willing to waste my free time responding to some fuckhead who called me some homophobic slur on the comment sections of Cute Pugs compilation number three and then carry on throughout the rest of my day carrying that energy. All right, yeah. And that's what I do in my spare time other than stand-up comedy. I reply to YouTube comments and then I just come here and I bitch about it. And when, it and when it comes to political videos, it just gets fucking worse, like exponentially worse. Like, I watch a lot of right-wing videos. I don't know why. Like, I guess I just like torturing myself. And like, honestly, I don't get the other side at all. Honestly, if you're a right-wing, you're a fucking dumbass. You should just fucking be banned from... Ah, I don't know where I'm going with that, but fuck you. <laughs> Seriously, like, there's this argument, like... I know, I know a lot of political pundits are always saying like, oh, you know what, I'm not going to call this transgendered person by what they want to be called. I'm going to call them what they want to be born. It's just like, all right, that person wants to be called a she, I'll call him the she. All right, end of conversation, right, guys? Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, I actually... Uh, I was actually not even finished with that bit. So you know what? I'm just going to riff for the rest of that time. All right. How are you guys doing? You get Your sets are doing good? <laughs> you guys doing good? All right. This is like my best set. This is like the most fun I'm ever having at Mutiny Radio. Hey, yo. Hey, you were right, by the way. Foreigners are the worst drivers. You know how I know? Because the only the Asian guys were clapping about it. O only me and that guy were clapping about it. Asian ladies do not know how to fucking drive. <laughs> you ever see an Asian lady? Get the fuck out of her way. <laughs> You know what? I'm already on a high note. I didn't even finish the set. Fuck it. Thank you, everyone. Good night, everybody. What an energy. Give it up for Manuel Hart. He's really cute, isn't he? He's adorable. Really good. They good snaps to you for getting out there and doing some fucking comedy. Give him some, well, actually, claps. It's radio. Give him some claps.
Takes a lot of courage to get up here. It takes a lot of courage to make regular pants out of much, much longer pants. <laughs> Those were regular pants that you turn into short slash on you pants. <laughs> that was really cool, man. Ingenuity. See why you got into that college. <laughs> All right, guys. How about that? That was pretty fucking fun. Got to talk a lot about how you're dumb if you're raised in the South and grew up with a different set of like upbringings and rules. I'm from Mississippi. I uh, I came out here about three. I'm not right wing. Don't worry. He actually got halfway up out of his chair to sprint out of the door. <laughs> we got a bunch of comics on the Diaz for you. Let's give it up for Ryan Schooley. That was fucking tight. That was, that was <laughs> I love open mics, man. That's <laughs> that reminded me why I like open mics. My favorite part of that, and there were many, was when you were up there screaming about immigrant drivers, and then a Mexican family walked by, <laughs> looked in, both very outraged at what you were saying and extremely confused why everyone was laughing hysterically. It was. <laughs> It was truly a beautiful moment, and uh, one that I will never forget. <laughs> Especially seeing you saying it. They're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I, um, I have a girlfriend that I love very much. Um, I'm getting ready to marry her. I'm just, the only downside to, to marrying my girlfriend right now is like I have to spend a lot of time with her mom who I fucking despise because she's a bad person. Well, she's not a bad person. She's, she's, a, she's a very braggadocious person. Like, she likes to, uh, to, her favorite conversation to have is how hot she was in the 80s. Like, she's one of those people. Like, she likes to tell this story about how when she was living in L.A., uh, O.J. Simpson ran into her at some bar and started hitting, hitting on her. And she is, like, disgustingly proud of this fact, like, telling me about it. She's like, yeah, Ryan, that's how hot I was back in the 80s. I could have fucked the juice, Ryan. I could have got with O.J. Simpson. Do you believe that? I could have got with O.J. I'm just like, I wish you fucking did, you know? Like, I feel like that's the only thing she and I have in common is we both think back to her night with O.J. and wonder, like, what if? Like, what could have been? <laughs> I, I told, I've been doing that joke for a long time, and my girlfriend did not know that I was, that I was doing a joke where her mom got murdered for a while. That was, that could have potentially been an issue. So I, uh, I, I, I finally told her about the joke and her response. She didn't like get angry or laugh. She was just like, oh, did my mom ever tell you about that time uh, she got hit on by Magic Johnson too? I'm like, no, she did not. She omitted that little fun fact. And I feel like the reason she left it out is because when you get hit on by OJ and Magic, it doesn't sound like you were hot in the 80s. It sounds like God was trying to kill you with athletes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> her mom just pulls me aside like, hey, Ryan, did I ever tell you about that time I got a dick pic from Aaron Hernandez? It's fucking wild. <laughs> to this day, I still get uh, bouquets of flowers sent to my work from Oscar Pistorius. I don't understand. It's insane. Oh, yeah. That's the Kelly tag. Ah. <laughs> my, uh, my, my girlfriend's in therapy now. Um, <laughs> possibly because of, no, not because of that joke. Um, 
She's uh yeah man she's uh she's seen a therapist which is cool. I'm a, I'm a big therapy supporter so I'm happy that she's reaching out to someone. Uh, I'm just a little suspicious of the therapist that she's seeing because it seems like this therapist really has it out for me, you know, going out of her way to bring things back to me in their conversations. Like my girlfriend will 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 just say something unrelated to me and she'll be like, "Oh, I've been really depressed since my cousin died this year." And her therapist will be like, that must be so hard when your boyfriend doesn't do dishes. I don't understand. <laughs> yes. Um, do I have anything else I want to do? Do I have any time to do it? The answer to both is no. Thanks. Give it up for Ryan. More importantly, give it up for Ryan's stepmother. Future stepmother. She sounds thick as fuck, dude. <laughs> Mother-in-law, stepmother, mother-in-law. I got my categories mixed up, my X videos categories. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> that was weird. It was like a muscle memory. <laughs> it wasn't the full. <laughs> that was great. Let's keep this party rolling. You guys want to keep this party rolling? That's good. Let's give it up for Pete. Fuck. I was really hoping one of you guys was Pete. When he comes in, can one of you guys just be like, hey, Pete, that'd be super helpful for me. He's the, he's the tall one. Um, his own joke is that he looks like a douchey Thomas the Train. I have not had the distinct pleasure. That's he's, a great opener. Yes, yeah. It's, he's, he's, he you can tell it's a great opener by the laughter. Yeah, he's, he's really <laughs> cute, though, but he looks like a train. Oh, cute guy, looks like a train. Got it. Give it up for your next comic, Dave Olson, ladies and gentlemen. Does anybody here go to therapy? <laughs> you do? Yeah. yeah? It's a waste of money, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of money. Turns out your ex-girlfriends know what's wrong with you. You can just ask them. <laughs> Save yourself a lot of money. I don't know why I was paying a guy for so long. Like $1,000. Like, I don't know why I can't form these relationships. And they go through all these, like, you have to have a whole conversation. You just ask your ex-girlfriend. She's like, you know, you're gay, right? You know, you're gay. You know, you're gay. You're gay. You're fucking gay. That was, uh, that's what I learned. And I'm not gay, too. That shit pissed me off, man. I don't know why she was. I'm straight as an arrow, dude. I'm straight as hell, man. I'm, I'm so straight, I don't even like when my own cum is in me, man. That's the only time, that's the only time I feel gay, man. Like, that, that makes me feel gay, you know? Like, if I don't have sex every day, you know, I just hear the cum building up and talking to me like, dude, you're gay, you're gay. Just say that you're gay, Dave. Stop lying to yourself and everyone. They'll still love you. And that's when I know I need to get some pussy, dude. That's when I hear that voice in my head. I gotta get some tang, dude. I gotta get out there, dude. <laughs> when I hear that voice, that's what I do, dude. I get on the Tinder. I find a nice lady with a with a strong brow, a nice wide back, and I get on top of her and I prove it to myself. I am straight. So anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, therapy's dumb. Friends are cool. The weather's getting, uh, weather's starting to turn again. I'm not looking forward to that. 
No, I don't like bad weather, man. I don't even mind the weather so much. I'm just not looking forward to all my friends bitching about their seasonal depression. That's it's gonna be a bummer. It's about six months of the exact same conversation with everybody. Like, oh, it's cold outside. I don't. I'm so depressed. I just want to sit in my bed and drink tea. I don't want to do anything. I'm so depressed. Like, man, that's not depression. You're just chilly. Like, you're just a little cold. That's all that is. Because that's not real depression, man. Real depression is ugly. You know, real depression, it's like, you know, Hagen dazs drippings on your pajama bottoms until spring, you know. It sucks. Like, real depression is pretty disgusting, but it used to be, I think it used to be pretty cool. Like, a hundred years ago, depression was, depression was kind of rad. You know, there was no, like, Hulu. You couldn't go on, like, a Netflix bender, man. If you were depressed, you just, like, you know, played harpsichord in the rain. Like a, one candle lit. Depression was sexy, man. Like someone like walked by, like God damn, I hope this guy doesn't kill himself before I get a chance to fuck him, because that is, that is a beautiful, beautiful sadness, man. Yeah, I don't know. I fucked up last winter. I, uh, I, ate, I ate a bunch of mushrooms in, uh, late December. Yeah, no. Turns out psilocybin, not a drug for overcast conditions. You don't want to do that shit. I swallowed a handful of mushrooms and I could just, I was expecting for it to like turn me around. Like, Cause I usually I'd take mushrooms and I get like, I remember why life is worth living and you start to feel good. And that'll, that'll, you can ride on that for like, you know, half a year. And I ate them this time and my brain was just like, yeah, dude, like we're out of cool shit to show you. Like, I don't know what you're hoping to get out of this dude. Like we already told you to call your mom more, uh, showed you that trees are cool. All I got left is, uh, making you think you walk through a spider web. For the next eight hours so enjoy the enjoy the greek fest that shit sucked we fucked up doubly i was with my friends he's like hey man like this trip's kind of turning on us why don't we go drink and uh you know hang out at a bar why don't we hang out at a bar while we trip and i'm like that's a great idea because those are my two favorite things man like i love tripping i love drinking in bars why don't we combine the two and ruin both forever and ever and ever my buddy's like hey man that chick down at the end of the bar she's throwing you eyes she go talk to him. Like, yeah, that praying mantis, I noticed. I'm about to wing this ketchup bottle and make a run for it, dude. You got my back? Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. I, didn't, I haven't tripped for a while. I have microdosed. You guys know what that is? Of course you do. Yeah. Microdosing is for when, uh, you know, you're about to eat a tab of acid and then you remember that you're a coward. That's basically, that's basically what that is. Microdosing is for when you don't want to meet God, but you would like to freak out at a farmer's market. That's pretty much what that's for. All right, you guys have been lovely and present. Wow, that was great. That was a lot of fun. Do you have any other words for pussy that we could say? Did you say tang? <laughs> Did you call it tang? <laughs> Some of that zero G pooty out there. That was good, man. I liked it. It was fun. I uh, I don't I did some microdosing. It was weird, just feeling like I've had a couple cups of coffee and I could also get arrested for possession. It's fun. I feel like if I'm going to get high, I should at least have the fun with the danger. All right. Your next comment coming to the stage on that high note is Jacob McHenry. Thank you. Uh, let me get right into it. Uh, I'm married. Uh, my wife, she, uh, she is a good person, man. She's trying to make me into a good person. Like, um, 
She's gone to this thing where she only buys uh, products that haven't been tested on animals, uh, which is uh, it's cool, man. But it's it's tough because it's expensive, you know. But uh, I know uh, I'm going to try to convince you guys because uh, to do it because I sleep so much better now uh, knowing that our shampoo was only tested on poor people. So, yeah, sometimes it, uh, you have to pay a little extra to live guilt free, you know, Um I, I just moved to, uh, I didn't just move, but I, I, <laughs> I live in a neighborhood, uh, which is cool. If you wake up early enough in the morning and, uh, and the sun's just at the right level, the, the streets have a, a cool, uh, shimmer to it, which is, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty cool sight to see until you realize those are shards of glass on the ground and your car's been broken into, um, yeah, that's, uh. That's how my week uh, started. Um, and it's uh, it's weird that I feel like I'm good at getting my car broken into now, you know? That's uh, that's how long I've lived in the Bay Area, that I feel like I'm kind of a pro at it now. Like, I... Uh, like I don't, I don't even get upset. Like, I have plastic, I have tape in my car, I'm ready to go, you know? It's, it's way different from the first time I got my car broken into. I actually, I called the police, which uh, I know it's a, it's, a, it's an adorable thing to do. I was 17 at the time, uh, and I just, I thought, I thought police cared. I thought the, the first 48 hours of an investigation is crucial, but uh, apparently that's just for murders and not stolen PlayStation games, so... Yeah, cops really cops really do not give a fuck if you get your car broken into when you call a 911. Uh they can't tell you to fuck off, but uh what they can tell you is a file a report online, which is basically the same thing because no one is ever going to read that shit. You're just you're just doing it for yourself. It's like you're writing into a diary, which uh you know, it's actually been kind of therapeutic for me lately. I, uh, that's why I've been doing entries daily, you know? It's been helping me work through a lot of emotional shit lately, you know? I, I put one in today. I said, uh, Dear Alameda County Sheriff's Department, uh, my comedy career is not going the way that I, I <laughs> hoped it would be. Uh, things are not going that great, uh, and someone's parking in front of the fire hydrant, and that's starting to bother me, so, uh, if you guys could check on that. Until next time, yours truly, Jacob. <laughs> um, uh, what else was I gonna do here? Sorry. I had it in my head, and now I'm forgetting it all. Um, oh yeah, this is something I want to talk about. I, uh, I don't feel like this is going to go well, but fuck it. Perfect. I'll, <laughs> I'll go out on that. I, uh, I did, I did, a I did a, sh a show the other day. Uh, it did not go, uh, that great, uh, which, I think a lot of it was on me because I, I opened with a joke about my neighbor possibly touching small children. And um, 
Yeah, it went as well as you think it would go. Uh, not that well. Apparently, most people are not on board with a pedophilia joke right from the gate, uh, which is fair. Like, I, I feel like it would be, like, looking back, I'd be a little bit more concerned if they didn't react the way that they did. Uh, and I think I learned a valuable lesson, which is uh, you got to ease them into it. Like, start off strong to get the crowd on your side. Like I took a lesson from the King of Pop. Like you gotta do your best shit in the beginning. Like you gotta do your beat it thriller level of material. And I know, off the wall. And then once you do that, then maybe they'll be open to the idea of one child being touched in your jokes. (laughs) All right, thank you very much. That's it. Thanks, man. <coughs> Give it up for one time for him. That was great. If you are just tuning in to Mutiny FM, welcome to Friday Happy Hour Open Mic, where the jokes are made up and our careers don't matter. Up next, uh, I brought my dad here. Uh, yeah, he's sit- sitting in the audience taking pictures of us. Said he wanted to take a crack at stand-up. Give it up for Michael Pena. Are we on the radio? I guess I can't say weed, can I? <laughs> okay. No, you sure can. No, you can. Okay. <laughs> on this radio station, you can, right? Okay. Well, forget that. Okay. Well, you guys, it's um, I can't hear myself very well, but I just trust it's out there. I will let you know that my whole life I've had an identity crisis. He just called me dad. Yeah, that's not my identity crisis, but I want to play a little game now. Who out there thinks I'm a insurance salesman on my spare time? Am I the one calling you all the time, asking you about life insurance? Am I the one that's always using up your minutes? Am I the guy? No, I'm not an insurance salesman. (laughs) Okay. Do I look like I'm a, let's think about this one. Do I look like I'm a um, ballet dancer? Yes. Yes. Okay. I got ballet dancer, one ballet dancer. Okay. Okay. There may be some truth to that. (laughs) Okay. Do I look like, in fact, do I look like? I'm a, uh, I forgot my notes here. <laughs> well, I forgot. No, ballet dancer. Do I look like I'm a Mormon? No, <laughs> I'm a Mormon. Yeah, it's like, where's my wife? My wife's wife and my wife's wife, wife, right? Exactly. And what, what do you all you men do with these wives? That's what I got to figure out. <laughs> okay. Well, my last name is Pina. Pina, that's a, clint, a, who, a clue, a clue. My last name is Pina. Anybody out there know what Pina stands for? Well, it stands for pineapple. Pineapple. So maybe I'm actually a pineapple picker. Maybe? Nah, I'm not a pineapple picker. I'm a Mexican with white privilege, okay? That's what I am. Mexican with complete white privilege. Look at me. I'm a white guy. But I grew up not being able to speak the language, but I did come from first generation, so I'm actually a Mexican. And my parents didn't teach me Spanish because you don't teach Mexicans Spanish when in my day because they didn't get jobs. But now they get all the jobs, right? Get all the jobs. I remember when I was in high school, my mother said, Michael, if you don't want to be in the gangs, believe it or not, I was in a gang. She goes, you got to make sure you work three jobs a day for eight hours to get out of the projects. So I did. I worked really hard. I worked really hard. And before you knew it, by my end of my high school career, I was actually working in a restaurant in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> That's how good I got. So if you know what that means, 
That's what I did. Anyways, actually I came out as a gay man. Um, I was an athlete in college, and it turns out that I, I didn't know I was gay. I was wearing peak leotards and dancing in the ballet, and didn't have a clue I was gay. Didn't have a clue. And then when I went to college, I got a college scholarship, and I'm like, damn, you know, I guess I am gay. <laughs> sure enough, turned out to be a homo. And uh, what I was doing was, I realized that was being a gay, I learned that I really liked having fun and going out with the girls' gymnast. I didn't want to have sex with them, but I just ended up having fun with them, taking them shopping, doing all these things, because you know what? They had the best Coke. Those gymnasts had the best Coke. That's all I can tell you, <laughs> okay? Really good Cokes. Now that I've gotten older, I see a lot of older ladies like to hit on me, so I actually like going out with these, you know, widowed, widowed, what do you call them, MILFs? Widowed MILFs, yeah, I like those widowed MILFs. Man, they love to go shopping, they love to drink, and damn, wouldn't you know it, they have the greatest Coke too. <laughs> All these guys. Anyways, I just wanna let you know that um, that's just another night I have tonight. Thank you guys. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. <laughs> How you guys doing? Woo, bring the energy. I just found out my dad was gay. <laughs> he was doing coke with cheerleaders. It's been pretty weird. You don't look Mexican, dad, but you do look like you would say gracias really weird at a Mexican restaurant. Gracias, thank you. I'm just kidding, that wasn't a gay joke, that was a you joke. I have a hard time, I have a hard time picturing you in a gang, actually, just walking up to people. Guess what gang I'm in? Do you think I'd be a blood? Do you think I'd be a crip? I like guessing games on stage. They're fun. Really get the audience involved in an area where the audience is not supposed to be involved. <laughs> Let's keep the show rolling, everybody. Up next, Kelly motherfucking Evans! Nate, how'd you know I fucked your mom, huh? That's weird. I thought... <laughs> Nice. Digging on your own mom. I fucking love it. Ah, uh, My mom smoked a lot of weed. She smokes a lot of weed, I should say. She smokes a lot of weed. So that means the drug talk I got was a little non-traditional. You know, most people's parents tell them, don't do drugs. My mom told me, don't do my drugs. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, she shared. She shared with me. So, uh, yeah, I actually discovered that my mom smoked weed when I was 12 uh, because she told me. And uh, we were just walking home from dinner one night, and she's like, I got to tell you, uh, I smoke weed, and uh, so do almost everyone in your family. I was like, cool, dare classes out the window, done. Um, and then she smoked in front of me. <laughs> she decided to smoke in front of me. I guess you didn't get a demonstration during your drug talk? Was that, like, just unique for me? Yeah. Uh, so you better fucking believe uh, the next week when she told me she wanted to talk to me about sex, uh, I did not go home for three days. I was like... <laughs> It's a demonstration I do not want, because <laughs> right? uh, I will never have sex if I have to see that. Um, yeah. Ugh, what a fucking weird person. Uh, well, I recently discovered I have OCD. I have like just a little, like a little OCD. Um, uh, I found out when I went to a wedding, 
Like I evidently like have this urge to yell out really loudly when it's quiet and really quiet spaces, like specifically during the objection portion of a wedding. It's happened like twice now, uh, which would usually mean like you're really into the bride and like you want to intervene. Uh, but this was a lesbian wedding. So it just looks like I have really uh, strong opinions about their life choices. Like, damn it, Janet, don't do it. Have you even seen a dick? All right, that's new too. Uh, <laughs> there's something there though. I feel it just a little bit. Uh, middle school is weird, right? Anyway else? Yeah, because it's weird because you're still small enough to where someone could kidnap you, uh, but you're big enough to have a fantasy about if they kidnapped you. Yeah, I'm the only one. <laughs> I was weird. All right. I spent a lot. Of, I was a weird kid. All right. I'll admit it. Uh, I spent a lot of time. I spent too much time on the internet. Way too much. I put toothpaste on my dick. That was a real, it burned. Surprise. Uh, yeah. I actually, uh, I was in a coven of witches. Yeah. Which sounds uh, pretty intimidating until you realize it was just me and a dude named Todd. It was just, just the two of us yeah, trying to convince each other that we could levitate. It's like, I'm flying. Like, no, dude, that's the Mountain Dew. You are having heart palpitations. That is... That is it. My stepdad found out and immediately started making fun of us. It was like, oh, does this mean you're coming out the closet? No, David. Uh, witchcraft doesn't make me gay. All right. Uh, the time I made out with Todd might, though. I'm not really. I'm still processing it. <laughs> it was a weird time. Uh, I, uh, anybody else like candy? Are we candy fans? Yeah. yeah I, I love candy. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I did not expect that reaction. All right. Uh, I, uh, I'm a big fan of candy, but it's kind of, it, it, it's very weird when you're like a grown man and you're into candy because I'll be having like a really serious conversation with someone and be like, you know, Bernie Sanders, I like his ideas. Uh, but I mean, how executable, Ooh, is that candy? Is it sour? Mmm. <laughs> yeah. Not very manly. I'm just telling you, what else do we have today for these fucking people? Uh, buh, buh. all right, we'll do this. Um, 23andMe, you guys have heard of this test, I assume, right? Yeah, 23andMe, done it. Yeah, it's a uh, genetic test. They take your DNA and they fucking clone you. Well, maybe not you. Um, yeah, 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 well, you know, it was a regrettable decision. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, my mom bought me one of these tests like two years ago for Christmas, even though she knows my feelings about cloning. Uh, yeah, you know, I think it was her fun way of saying, I don't know who your dad is. You figure it out, you know? <laughs> She's a funny lady. Uh, so I let that shit sit on my shelf for eight months. I was like, I'm not touching it. And then I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, like, I have serious problems with alcohol and a huge tolerance. They should definitely be cloning me. Like, I am fucking awesome. I do not have a problem. Uh, so I did it. I was like, fuck it. I will do this test. And I sent them my uh, DNA and I found out uh, they wanted spit, not semen. That is, that is my mistake. Whoops. Anyway, that's my time. I'm Kelly Evans. Wow, Mutiny Radio. What a set. Give it up one more time for Kelly. Yay. Took his 23 and me and found out that he was Luigi's cool defense attorney. I took, I think the widest thing I ever heard is I was in the park the other day and this guy was talking about how he got a 23 and me done for his dog. Oh, shit. I found out she's got a little Malaysian in her. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, maybe. You guys having fun? Yeah. Having a good time? You ready for your next comic? Yeah. 
Good, your next comic coming all the way from crying in his van. Give it up for Case. Kelly, I really liked your set, man. Those last, those last jokes like hurt and they made me laugh. Like at the same time, I was like, "Ow!" <laughs> uh, 23andMe is fun. Uh, I actually got a 23andMe kit uh, for uh, during the holidays uh, last year uh, from my girlfriend's at the time's uh, grandmother, and she handed it to me, and she was just like, "I was just like, oh, 23andMe, this is really cool. What made you think of that?" She was just like, "We want to know who you really are." I wish that was a joke. That <laughs> no, it's a joke. She didn't say that, but it did make me feel that way. Um, yeah, I'm a sensitive person. Uh, Stand-up comedy is a lot of fun. You get to uh, do a lot of cool shows, meet some interesting people. Uh, last week, uh, I was um, after a show, I was hanging out in the parking lot, and this guy walks up to me and he goes, "Hey, you had a really funny set, man. I really liked your stuff." And I was like, "Thanks." He goes, "Hey, do you want to smoke some weed with me?" And I was just like, oh, I would. It's just that I got to drive home after this, and I can't drive when I'm high on weed. And he was like, oh, okay. Do you want to do some cocaine? <laughs> and I was like, I can definitely drive on cocaine. Yeah, of course. I think it would help to stay wired on the road. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm obeying all the traffic laws. Okay. Um, <laughs> I got a haircut recently. Uh, it's just been good. Uh, one of the, uh, I used to have long hair before this, so people point it out. Um, and it's always weird after you get a haircut, I think. Um, a friend of mine, uh, w like, uh, saw me recently and he looked at my hair and he was just like, oh, you got a haircut. And that's it. <laughs> and I was just like, that is not a compliment. That's just an observation. <laughs> That'd be like if you pulled out your phone, showing me a picture of your new girlfriend. And I was just like, huh, that's a woman. Uh, let's see, what else do I want to talk to you guys about? I feel like a lot of you have heard my condom bit, but I'm just going to try it out anyway, see if I can find that. Cadence. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I went to uh, buy some condoms recently, at a, uh, yeah, because I'm crushing it, and I, I went to the gas station, and uh, I go up to the guy at the counter, and I was just like, hey, can I get some condoms? And he goes, sure. So he turns around, and from the shelf, he picks out a pack of magnums, and then he just hands them to me. And then we're in this standoff together. And like, oh, I totally fucked up that bit because I totally left out the, oh shit. It doesn't structurally work anymore. It's like in Jenga where like the base level is gone. Fuck! Fucked that up real hard. Shit, oh well. Um, Thanks for clapping and laughing anyway, nervously. You have, <laughs> you have time to start it over. No, it feels try. contrived. <laughs> you can. It's, it's even okay. more contrived than what it really is. You want me to do it? Okay. <laughs> Scene. Take two. No, that's just me getting into... <laughs> just getting into me being me. <laughs> okay. So, I uh, stopped smoking weed recently. <laughs> Uh, dialed it back. I haven't quit completely stopped. This feels so forced. And uh, I'm, I'm beginning to realize that my body's natural energy is just like irrationally angry. That's kind of, it's really dumb. 
Uh, and now we go to the gas station. And then I go up to the guy. I was like, hey, can I get some magnums? And he goes, sure. He picks them out from the shelf. He hands them to me. And I was just like, it, it, <laughs> if I had THC in my system, then I'd probably been like, oh, that's real flattering. Thank you. I do have big dick energy. But <laughs> without it, I was just like, is this guy calling me a bitch right now? Because <laughs> I will buy this condom. And, and I did. And I will grow into it. You'll see. Um. Comedy's fun. <laughs> Comedy's real fun. All the time. I think comedy is the best thing that ever happened to my ego. <laughs> no, it actually kind of is. Yeah, you just, well, it's, yeah, whatever. Um, uh, one of my favorite things is, uh, is, uh, people that like snort when they're laughing. You guys ever have any friends that like snort when they're laughing? Usually like people pile onto them and just make them feel self-conscious about it. But I don't know, I feel like making fun of the way someone laughs might be the meanest thing you can say to them. It's like, hey, you know that sound that you make when you experience euphoric joy and happiness? We hate that. <laughs> you should feel self-conscious. All right, have a happy Friday. Bye. Thanks for the time, Nathan. <laughs> How about that, guys? People do. They like to pile on the weird laugh. Or I have a weird laugh. But when I laugh like hard, hard, I'll laugh and I'll switch into this like, <laughs> like inhale thing. And the meanest thing anyone's ever said, I was at a show and this girl came up to me afterwards with her friend. I was like, how great said I was like, yeah, y'all were laughing pretty hard. She's like, yeah, about halfway through you started laughing. And we realized that you sound like Donkey Kong on that one level where he was underwater throwing barrels. And I went and looked it up, and that was a really fucking accurate depiction of my laugh. He's in there. <laughs> so that was me. Give it up for that last comic, though. How, how did you do, guys? Did great. I liked it. Next week on Mutiny Radio, we will be having a showcase where we do all our jokes twice. And uh, we'll just see. It's like a joke workshop, but it's less fun. I'm kidding. That was good. I liked it a lot better the second time. Sabrina came in during that last set. One of my favorite San Francisco comedians sat next to me during it. And I, I like sitting next to Sabrina during sets because she's very supportive. She's supportive at like weird times during the set, like the buildup. Like in that one, you were like, yeah, like I got a 23 of me for Christmas. And she's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Does this weird, this weird like black church thing. Mm-hmm. Heard that. <laughs> yeah, I stopped smoking weed. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Went into the gas station, bought some Magnums. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know when you related to that one, but it was, uh, it was a good time for all of us. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun, guys. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five comics left. Can you believe it? I know. I really haven't, have I? Maybe I'll sneak them in at some point, but don't force it. <laughs> I don't like it. It's like when you like someone finally drags it out of you. Like, what do you do? Oh, I'm like video editor, producer. Oh, what do you do for like fun? Oh, I like to, you know, hang out and do stuff. No, really, what do you do for fun? Like, oh, I do some stand up. Oh, cool. Can you tell me a joke? Or they're just like, be funny. That was the worst one I ever got. I was at a bar that goes like, be funny. And uh, I hit her. <laughs> <laughs> It got some laughs. Uh, <laughs> we've been having a lot of fun here so far, guys. <laughs> Your next comic rarely hits women. Give it up for Cody Abbey.
I, I rarely hit women, only when they don't deserve it. That, that's why they were laughing, Pam, okay? Um, because it's creepy. Uh, like, I don't know, that, that was not very, I don't, I don't try to be woke, like, openly. Um, because I, I, the first time I heard somebody say that they're gonna be woke, I thought it was, like, ironically, as to say, like, yeah, we get it, we're supposed to be open-minded, but no, like, they seriously say it out loud, and that really shocks me. Um, I don't know, that's crazy, that was like a, that was, building up for quite some time. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was on a phone call with my mom recently uh, and I was talking to her and uh, we we're like having a, you know, we we're talking like a little banter going on. Uh, but then her voice kind of, you know, got a little serious and she was like, uh, Cody, you're uh, your cousin. She's a confirmed vegan. And I was just like, wow, what does, what does that mean? Like, like, is there like a registration form for that? Like, are you, do you have to send it into the Bureau of Confirmed Vegans to, you know, make sure that you, like you go in, you turn in the form and they're like, how many hours do you have? And you're just like, what? Uh, for what? Like how many hours of being, being a vegan? Like, am I supposed to be counting the days and they're, they're, it's uh, like, what kind of person runs that place? Like you, you walk in and it's just some dude in a suit that with a pin that says meat is murder or something. <laughs> and he he just goes, he just like papers, uh, and then you give it to him, and then he welcomes you in to just like a forest. It's like Willy Wonka, you know, but it's just like an actual forest where you can eat everything. Uh, where else was I going with this? Or like a like like what are the rules? Like do you, do you have to? Can you can you, can you do you have to be like in veganism for? the fact that you hate, like you, you think meat is murder or can you just be there because you think it's healthier or like, can you even be there just because you want somewhere like to belong to, you know, like, is that possible? Like, do you, like, what about like, if, do you, do you need, do you need affiliations with PETA or something or, or wait, better yet, what if PETA was like their special for like, what if they're like their Navy SEALs or something like, I, I don't know, this fucking confirmed veganism is, and then my mom's just like, what are you saying? I'm just like uh, I don't, I don't know uh, like why why did you say confirmed vegan and uh, it turns out as uh, she's just like well I was just I didn't know what to call her she's just a like she doesn't eat anything with eyes and I'm like okay okay so what's what's your okay I'm gonna get that at some point that's gonna that's gonna. I, I like that. Um, so uh, uh, I've been going through some changes. I've been I recently moved out of uh, this place where I was living. Uh, it was with a I was living with a conspiracy theorist for nine months. Uh, she was a like she was a nice lady. She was a little, little bit older than me, uh, but I kind of discovered something that like it's like weird living with a conspiracy theorist that's a lot older than you because it just seems like they're trying to like every time they tell you conspiracy, it's like they're giving you knowledge and wisdom when in reality it's a bunch of nonsense right and i i think every like i come to the conclusion that everyone should live with a conspiracy theorist that's older than them because you either you know you either become a conspiracy theorist or you learn that just because somebody's older than you doesn't mean that they're smarter than you 
so I'm a conspiracy theorist now and it's great um it's a uh, it's honestly easier. It really is. Uh, you know, I don't have to pay for vaccines anymore. Uh, don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I, I actually think that uh, Stanley Kubrick's a way better director because, like, who would have thought of the moon landing? That's crazy, right? You can't write that. Like, that's like, how, how is that possible? Um, and you know what? I, I think, uh, I think chemtrails look pretty cool. Like, I th like that's. Like if they're chemtrails, like they keep doing them because it's like skywriting, but also with the conspiracy to it. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I, I I recently went back to skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I shortly after like I took a six-year break, and shortly after I started again, uh, I, I realized that I wasn't good enough in the first place to go back to it. Like I. What I did was I took up a dangerous hobby. It's not even like a practically dangerous hobby where like, you know, like woodworking. Like it's like we're gonna, woodworking, at least you get something out of it. Skateboarding is like, yeah, we're gonna, you know that thing that keeps you balanced while you go downstairs? Yeah, we're gonna jump on that with a wooden plank. I don't know. All right, thank you everybody. Give it up one more time for Encode Abe! self-proclaimed fake woke guy <laughs> that'd be tough though could you imagine being closeted woke <laughs> like just being a horrible horrible racist and homophobe on the outside <laughs> but on the inside you just kind of love everybody like look at that fucking fat he looks kind of cool <laughs> i didn't say it sabrina <laughs> Well, I'm in a lot of fun. I came from the deep south. It's good there. My family's like trying to be woke now. They're trying really hard. I'm out here in California and they're on the phone with me trying to figure it out. My poor grandmother's trying so hard to be woke. I, uh, when I first moved out here, I started dating a Chinese girl. Uh, it was fine. Uh, I had a dog at the time though. And anytime she really, really got excited, my dog would freak out the register that they can actually hit with the voice. Oh my God, exciting. I can't do it. It was like six higher than that. But uh, when I told my grandma about it, she was so proud of me. And I was calling all my friends and family, Nathan Lowe, he's just out there, and he's, he's dating an Oriental now, and <laughs> he's trying really, she's not quite there yet. She's figuring it out. <laughs> Little things I learn are different. I've been here in California for about a year and a half now. I just found out y'all don't burn your trash. <laughs> that was a fond childhood memory of mine. We'd gather up all our trash, go to grandpa's house, build like a pyre. And it was like a fun thing. We had like a barbecue. It was a great day. I had like a wiffle ball bat. I just hit the little trash right into the fire. Y'all didn't do that? Now I'm here. I got to figure out how to work six different fucking garbage cans. <laughs> With people just talking to me like I'm an idiot while they do it. This one's for your plastics. This one's for your glass. This one's for the little plastic rings that go around your glass. There's these things called that just talk to you like a dummy. Just like, you're, it's like you know, and do you know what animals are? There's these little fuckers. They run around. Some of them have thin necks. They just just get got right away have any of you guys ever accidentally put trash in the wrong bin next to a woke californian Ooh, <laughs> they look at you like you are clubbing a baby seal to death right in front of them it's the worst thing there, there's some woke californians you guys are pretty cool i was uh i was down at baker beach last night and it was a beautiful sunset it was one of those like red and orange pink ones i took my phone out take a picture of it and this really woke guy might as well have been wearing just eight beanies in the middle of the summer came up to me and he was like, did you know that uh, pretty sunsets are actually just 
the sun reflecting off of all of our air pollution. We're killing the planet. It's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Sunsets are nice. Or don't try to ruin sunsets for me. How woke do you have to be to go after fucking sunsets? <laughs> and also, no, it's not. It's not like before the Industrial Revolution, the lights just fucking shut off at 7.45 and everyone panicked. <laughs> Started praying and shit. Well, they did do that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm figuring out other things, too. I just I found out, yeah, people in the South, we don't fuck with the Zodiac. We don't know what that is. Astronomy? Astrology? Which one is it? Astro which one's the wrong one? Astrology, the wrong one. <laughs> I learned everything I know about astrology from just dating annoying California girls telling me why it's okay to hate a Scorpio. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Are you one? Well, then, <laughs> sure. I got, it's weird. It's like entry-level racism. It's like these four months out of the year, fuck these ones. They were born there. They can't do anything about it. You were born this way, but fuck you. And I can say that. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> I just say a different one every time, honestly. Every time a girl's like, what's your sign? I'll just be like, ah, uh, Capricorn. Like, that makes sense. <laughs> Next girl, what are you? Aries. Oh, my God, you're such an Aries. <laughs> Let's keep the jokes moving, guys. We having fun? Yeah. Who the fuck is this? Your handwriting's getting worse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give it up for your next comic. Cole Chapman. Yes, I got it. Hooray! Yay! Give it up for me! All right! Woo! Halloween! Woo! It's over! We did it! I left the house. I thought I was dressed not like Halloween. I've realized I'm like J. Crew Han Solo, and I don't know if it's okay. Anyways, we'll keep keep moving. Pam likes it. No one else did. <laughs> Everyone else was like, too accurate. Move on. <laughs> this guy's too funny. Get out of here! <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> incorrect. I don't know. Uh... You're that dude's dad? No. 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 You're nobody's dad? That's rough. Not not his dad. His dad. He's nobody's dad. Pretend dads. Okay. I was about to be like, what are you? Damn, dude. Whoa, this is crazy. Okay. He always says that. I was about to call CPS real quick. Just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, you're condoning his stand-up comedy right now, dude? What are you doing, dad? This is crazy. Anyways. You're doing a great job, Nathan. Wow, wow. Someone supports me. <laughs> uh, after this, I'm going to go do some salsa dancing. I do that sometimes. It's, a, it's an exciting thing I do, I guess. I'm not good at it. And I think that's to my benefit, you know, because everyone, someone was asking me, like, oh, you're doing salsa. Are you worried you're going to start appropriating a culture, you know what I mean? Like someone's going to be, and I was like, no, right. I'm too bad to appropriate someone. You know what I mean? Like they're going to see me fucking just like do my thing. And they're like, ah, we're fine. Don't, don't worry about him. He's not, <laughs> he's not a threat to our culture. It w but the minute I start getting people on Twitter, someone with blue hair starts tweeting at me that my salsa is destroying, some, is gentrifying salsa. Then I know I've done a good job. <laughs> then I'm like, oh shit, I'm killing it right now, dude. You know what I mean? Should I write out this joke? Yeah. Okay. Uh, keep it moving to other things. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I was about to puke all over myself. <laughs> what am I talking about, man? I don't know, man. T 
tired. It's been a it's been a long time. I've been playing a playing too many video games lately. I think that's a problem. Uh, in fact, I know it's a problem <laughs> with my voice cracking. I'm also going through puberty, guys. Uh, it's exciting. Life as a teenage boy sure is hard, right, Kelly? Uh, <laughs> playing too many video games. I know this because PlayStation sent me an email. They said, hey, congratulations on 5,000 hours of PlayStation 4. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough one. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, like, I got to side through that thing out the window. I was like, this is crazy. Just say congratulations on giving us your 20s. It would have been way more accurate, you know what I mean? It's crazy. You don't want your vice to send you a high score, you know what I mean? That's weird. That's a very weird <laughs> email to get. It's like if I were to go get a carton of cigarettes and I opened it up and a little flag popped out like, congratulations, happy 3000. You're like, oh shit. Then it's like, four more to go. You're like, oh shit, oh no. <laughs> Too dark? <laughs> Too dark, all right. <laughs> We all smoke. You smoke cigarettes? You're a comic? I'm not a good one, so I smoke. I don't know <laughs> what this stereotype is. I don't know any comics you smoke. I know like three. <laughs> That's true. You like CBD oil? Nah, yeah, sure. That's CBD for you. <laughs> it's your life right there. Nah, yeah, sure. CBD. Um... <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. It's nice. What do you do for work, Nathan? Uh, video production. Your video. Uh, that's right. That's right. What do you do for fun? No, really. What do you do for fun? Ah, callback. All right. Uh, okay. Moving on. I don't know, man. Uh, so, do you think this is cool? Uh, what I do for work? I work at a newspaper. Is that cool? Uh, what if I told you uh, I moderate Facebook comments? Is that still cool? Interesting. Not cool is what that means. Translation. Let me translate that for you real quick. Not cool. I think it's trying to make me feel better because of the 5,000 hours on the PlayStation thing. And you're like, I gotta, this guy's gotta be winning somewhere. It's interesting. You're doing something. It's not cool, man. I told, I told someone, oh, like it gets people excited, right? Because I'm like, newspaper, like, yeah, ooh, fight the good fight, Trump, ooh, news, yay. And then I'm like, uh, social media. And they're like, fuck you, man. Fuck you. That's, that's a stupid job. My cousin could do that job, but he's been dead for six months, man. That's a stupid job. It's like, damn, dude. I went to a uh, conference, right, to go talk to some, like, prospective, like, journalism students about, you know, the biz, right? And uh, I told this kid what I did uh, at the beginning of this, like, Q&A. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I got a question for you. And I was like, what is it? He was like, your job shouldn't exist. I was like, ooh, that's a <laughs> rough start. Uh, not sure. <laughs> it's like, not really a question, uh, dude. He was like, well, I guess the question is, what are you doing here? Exactly. I was like, woof, yikes. You want to know what I told that kid? So you want to know what I told this snot-nosed piece of shit? Fucking 19-year-old kid. Nothing. I agreed with him. I was like, I was like, you're right, man. This is a stupid-ass job. I don't know. I've been doing this for five years, and they haven't caught me yet. They've been paying me money to fucking moderate Facebook comments. Are you serious? This is the dumbest idiocracy job. I've had this for five years. I'm at the point where I feel like someone's just going to slowly walk up to my desk and real quiet and just be like, hey, Cole, I don't want to make a scene or anything, uh, but we ran the numbers, uh, and we found you. I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, we found you. It was a good run, though. You're out of here, though. Like, ah, shit. All right, you guys have been fun. Anyways, that's been me. Oh, thanks. Give it up one more time for Cole. That's fantastic. Your whole set, I was just trying to picture you salsa dancing, and I couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I tried really hard. I tried, and the conclusion, I, yeah, no, do a little, yeah. the little after. Hey, 
Only salsas for pay. You are Hispanic. Okay. <laughs> no, you're good. It's good. They work hard. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. You don't look like you'd salsa. You do look like you were one of those guys at the beginning of the movie taken, just hanging out outside the salsa place, taking pictures of everybody coming out. That was a really dark joke. That movie didn't go well for a long time, and then it did. <laughs> well, he was a very, Liam Neeson, very good. Give it up for Cole. He did good. I want to I wanna warm it up a little bit more for, for our next guy. He's really, really good. Also kind of looks seedy. Give it up for Kyle Morrissey. <laughs> Well, I've been playing a lot of video games lately, too, and if there's one thing I've learned is that uh, time goes by just as quickly when you're doing the stuff you're supposed to be doing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, feeling this sense of regret, and then I got back to my normal life, and I was like, oh, no. Like, it's still the clock has not slowed down at all. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, uh... I got a new job. I started. I started a new job recently. Um, <clears throat> it's a. It's an. It's a. It's a manual labor job. Um, it's a manual labor job. I. Uh, I. I climb furs in people's backyards. Uh, I stopped trying to get like big corporate jobs because I did that for most of my twenties, and it just kind of. It's a grind. Like it wears you out. Um, I, you know, it, it was, it was a lot of rejection, a lot of rejection trying to go after this thing that I thought was like going to be, you know, my calling in life. Um, and, 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 and you know, it, it, it would get to be a little discouraging. Like I would like after every, after every rejection, after, uh, you know, an interview where they wouldn't call me back or whatever, and I'd feel, you know, kind of down, uh, I would, I would think of my icon, a guy named Jack Ma. And uh, <laughs> Jack Jack Ma uh, was a guy for uh, uh, who, for his entire life, uh, just failed failure after failure after failure. Like he was the one guy out of thirty people who McDonald's did not hire. Right, this guy just his entire life couldn't get anything to work until he turned thirty-five and he founded Alibaba.com and became the richest man in China. So whenever I was feeling down, I would just think of Jack Ma and go, maybe, you know, I have a chance. And recently, I saw Jack Ma on a panel where he was saying, and I quote, uh, if there are too many smart people, it becomes impossible to make another smart people. <laughs> so now, I am confused <laughs> because this guy was my icon and then he followed it up by saying 0% of predictions are real or correct. Um, so I don't know what to do. I, I, I work for the trees now. <laughs> like, like that's, that's what I do. Um, it's, it's all right. I hate it. It's okay. Um, most of the, most of the guys I work with speak Spanish. Um, I'm anti-immigration. I'm taking their jobs. <laughs> hey, all right. All right. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, they're, they're cool. Um, <laughs> 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 
I was I was working with one of them today, and he's like, "Do you want to see the injury I got last week?" And I, I'm like, "Nope." And he just shows me a picture, and his finger is just dissected. And I'm like, "Cool, I can't wait to use the chainsaw." Um, I actually I got to work with one of those wood chippers today. That was fun. I just like shoved like tons and tons of tree branches into this wood chipper, like Fargo. And it just—it's amazing how efficient they are. Like at one point, I was just having a good time, like imagining, like, what if I just like, like, um, yeah. So, so I'm a I'm a working man again. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll. we'll I, I'm two days in, and I'm like, how can I get fired? Like, what? <laughs> what can I do? Um, um. I was I was at a woman's house today. I was like, I should just steal her water. Like I've never been so thirsty in my life. Um, no, but I'm I'm happy to be here. I like doing comedy. Uh, people say <laughs> people say comedy is like therapy, uh, which makes me wonder what therapist are you going to that just like laughs at everything you say. <laughs> like uh, I guess it's kind of true. Um, my therapist booed me out of the office last weekend. And then he started following me on Twitter, attacking me, uh, saying I can't talk about those things because I'm a white guy. Uh, all right, cool. Happy Friday, everybody. How about that, Kyle? <laughs> that was fun, man. I like that. I thought it was hard to picture Cole doing salsa, and then I started trying to picture you doing a day labor job. <laughs> That was way harder. It's the hardest I've ever seen Kyle Morrissey work was when he backpedaled away from that Mexican joke that he made. <laughs> no, 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 they're really cool. <laughs> they're cool guys. No, comedy's fun. We have only a few comics left. So now that the fucking losers are gone, we're about to really do what this show's all about. Are you ready? Are you ready for your first not cisgendered male <laughs> comic. You ready? Are you ready for one of my favorite San Francisco comedians? Very, very funny lady. Please give it up for Sabrina Miller. Come on. I'm honored. I am honored to be representing though. Time for some callbacks. God damn it, they all left. I was going to do some roasting of white heterosexual cisgender male comedians. Uh, Cody, well, you were talking about what fucking who was talking about the uh, Kyle was talking about the wood chipper, yeah. fucking. I just pictured Cody Abe just borrowing the wood chipper. Hey, can I borrow your wood chipper? And I'm thinking about the wood chipper, and now I want to I want to see the movie Fargo. Yeah. That's a deep cut, right? <laughs> That's a deep cut right there. Um, oh, I got I got a new phone uh, this year. I got a new phone a few months ago. I had to get a new phone because my old phone, my Obama phone, got a little glitchy on me. It was doing weird things. I noticed it when I was uh, texting my friend. We were texting back and forth, and she she texted me like, "Oh, Sabrina, do you wanna do you wanna hang out today? Do you still wanna go on that picnic?" And I texted her back, "Yeah." And then she texted me like, "Where do you wanna go?" And uh, I was like, ah, "I don't know. Where do you wanna go?" She said, "Oh, maybe Dolores Park." I was like, "Ah, it's gonna be a bit too crowded." And uh, so I texted her back, oh, you know, how about Golden Gate Park? So I started typing in Golden Gate Park. I, d I didn't even get past the letters G, O, uh, and L before it auto-corrected to Golden Gate Bridge. I'm like, what the fuck? Why did it auto-correct that? So I delete, you know, I delete bridge, and then I start typing in park. And I, I type in P, and then A, and then it auto-corrects to Paxil. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Phone, okay. 
And then later on, I was, I was texting a friend, a UFO buff. We were texting back and forth. And I was like, God damn it, phone. No, no, Area 51, not Area 5150. It's a fucking phone was trying to do an intervention on me. Fucking autocorrect depression questionnaire. That's a new thing. Like, how many times in the past two weeks has your phone uh, autocorrected to Paxil? <laughs> how many times? Obama phones, they, 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 they cared. They, uh, I don't know. You know those lifeline phones? They still have them. What do they call them now? Uh, Trump phones? I mean, what, what the hell do you call them, though? I mean, uh, I don't know. My Obama phone, towards the end, I started calling it a Trump phone because it started acting like it had been dropped a lot. That's one thing it started doing. Feeling older lately. I'm feeling a lot older lately because, like, I can't remember the last time I was catcalled. You know? I don't know. I think the last time I got catcalled was by my dentist. <laughs> that was, yeah. I'm just like, my dentist is catcalling me. It's like, oh, Sabrina, your smile is so beautiful because you've been flossing more. Just look at you. Just beautiful smile. No, actually, I said, I said that to myself in the mirror. I said, oh, my God, Sabrina, you're smiling. Fucking cat calling myself, Jesus Christ. Men, step up your game, you know? Like, I, I haven't been cat called in so long. Do I, have, do I have enough junk in the trunk? I don't know. Has my junk in the trunk, sh uh, sh has it shrunk bef below a critical level? I don't. How am I supposed to know? Unless guys tell me and they cat call me, right? It's like, next time I'm in the, next time I'm in the mission district, like, if you see me, just say something like, Damn, girl, you tall. And then I could just look at my reflection in a storefront window and be like, yes, indeed, I am tall. I think I'll go back to intimidating men. <laughs> my favorite hobby. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm reinforcing this misconception that women are not as funny as men because I feel like I'm... <laughs> See, I'm just being ironic, honestly. It's like, I'm not giving you the good jokes. You guys don't deserve it. You haven't fucking, you haven't earned that shit. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't even know if I want to do anything else. Um, they say it's a good luck to have a really bad set before you do a show, so I should have the most amazing set I've ever had based on, based on this set here. Um, Carbon footprint, yeah, let's talk about climate change. Let me lift your spirits by talking about climate change. Uh, um, so what am I doing to reduce my carbon footprint? Well, thanks for asking. I've stopped running. No more of this, oh, fuck, I can't make it up the hill. I gotta make it up the hill. Guys, stop running in the morning, for God's sake. Think about the environment. Just skip your morning run, okay? We gotta do our part. That's all I'm saying, all right, thank you. <laughs> That was a fun set. We learned a lot about Sabrina. We learned she farts when she runs. Yeah. <laughs> Getting rid of her carbon footprint by not farting while she's running. Fabulous. That felt nice. I've, uh, no, I don't know. This is a weird thing about hosting. Marking people's names off of a sheet feels good. <laughs> Just like, yeah, fuck that guy. Done. 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 Your next comic. Uh, he's been high since I met him. Give it up for do what? Yeah, 
Thank you. Hey, uh, hey I, I don't like surprises. You know, that's why uh, if I was ever gonna get my head chopped off, I would like to be placed face up. <laughs> I'm like, hey, hey, let's make a deal. Hey, look, look. If you put me face up, I promise to attempt to break the record for most blinks after beheadment. <laughs> I can do it. Just don't. Hey, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad I don't live in a big house, you know, because then I would think about all the places that strangers could hide, you know, right? That's why I'm glad that I live in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I get scared, I'm like, oh, sh and they look in the front seat, like, oh, man, I'm safe. <laughs> oh, there's nobody. Then somebody walks by my car outside, I'm like, oh, shit, who the fuck is that? <gasps> Gotta stop living in here. <laughs> Got to stop living in. Hey, how come Wolverine is the most popular X-Men out there? I think it's because he's got the most relatable powers, right? Like I see Professor X controlling people with his mind. I go, I don't understand that, you know. Then, then I see Storm. I go, I never, never control the weather. But then I see Wolverine's claws. I go, yeah. The other night I was standing in the kitchen with a knife and people respected me. <laughs> If I had six of them, I'd scratch their eyeballs out. Wow! Scratch your eyeballs. <laughs> That's what I do. Hey, uh, non-organ donors? Any non-organ donors in here? Non-organ Don't worry. You can still receive organs. That's right. Yep. You can. The government allows douchebaggery. You can get a pair of lungs and then get in an accident and tell the paramedic, Oh, it's mine. You can't have it. Oh, I've already smoked a pack. It's too late. I win. Can you bum a smoke? Get your own. You got a light? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I saw this lady. She was uh, walking with a cane. And I thought, you know, if I ever needed a cane, I'm going to get one in the shape of a leg. Walking down the street with my leg cane. Then when it rains, I put a boot on it. And I walk around with a boot. And then the kneecap will lift up. And inside, a bottle of aspirin. And when you open that up, Vicodin. And when you pop some in your mouth, just mints. Just mints. You thought you were going to lay down and listen to Bob Marley. But anyways, guys. Um, hey, how you doing? Hey, I, know, yeah, I think I know you too. You're like, uh, like Kurt Cobain in here. Oh, man. Let me have some heroin. Let me. It's gone? Oh, man. That's too bad. It's too bad. It's too bad. Hey, uh, hey you know what I hate the most? Landmines. How <laughs> can I hate them? They would, they would ruin the one thing I love doing the most, walking around. That's what, You know what? There's a lot of leftover mines in Vietnam. You know what would suck? If, if like, you live next to one of these landmine fields and your medical condition was sleepwalking. You know, the guy goes, what do you do every night? Oh, I brush my teeth and then I floss and then I chain myself to the bed. That's what I do. Hello, Alessandra. Hey, it's, the list is cut off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I, I'm just not doing so well up here, so I got to, you know, get somebody back. But Oh, you know, I was thinking, you know what would suck for a, for a parachuter? Right, you jump out of a plane and you pull the chute and it doesn't open, right? And then you pull and you pull and it still doesn't open. Right, and you pull and you pull and finally it opens and then you land on a mine. 
that was hey an even worse scenario right the parachute doesn't open and you you slam in the ground and you break all your bones but somehow you survive and then you roll over right on top of a mine <laughs> that would suck anyways thank you give it up for Duart Hey guys, that had nothing to do with the wad at all. <laughs> I was just wiping it off. There's no abs under here. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I can't, can't be fit and do comedy. It's impossible. It's the first of the month, or as I like to call it, countdown to being broke again. Have y'all been doing this? I always go broke a little bit early. I do this weird thing when I get drunk. Uh, I don't know if y'all do this. Is I, uh, I buy my friends gifts on Amazon. Doesn't have, there's like happy drunks, horny drunks, angry. I'm like a weirdly thoughtful drunk. You know those little ads you scroll past on Instagram? You're like, who the fuck is tapping on the, I'm, I'm tapping on those, that's me. Hell, was it a five foot tall statue of Sasquatch? You know who'd love that? Drew Maroli from the seventh grade wouldn't shut the fuck up about Sasquatch. Guess what, buddy, you're getting a gift. Are you guys ready for your last comic of this set? She is an icon. She is the godfather, sorry, godmother. So you're kind of like the Godfather. Uh, Pam's like the Godfather, and they both kind of talk like uh, they've had a lot of shit in their mouth. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. That was a blowjob joke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Give it up for your final comment. One of my favorite, favorite, favorites. Give it up for Pam. Yeah. Pam Benjamin. Oh, sweetheart, I'm 45. I don't give blowjobs anymore. <laughs> I don't have to work anymore. That's a young woman's game. That's when they're still trying to impress you. Like they think that you have something to offer with your future. I've been married. I'm Pat. That ship has sailed. It's fine. It's so nice to have a hot 26-year-old host a show. You know what I, I love about watching football? And like actual soccer, not like, not like American football. But uh, finally, I get to watch hot 26-year-old men actually make their goals. Like, they're literally making goals in soccer. They're like, wow, look at them make goals. It's very hot. Uh, earlier tonight, someone was talking about veganism and how dumb that is. I mean, it's fine. Vegans, good for you, vegans. I actually have found a way to save the vegans. They eat this cashew cheese. That's not cheese. Why even call it cheese? Oh, you calling it cashew cheese? Why even lie? Like, it's so stupid. Uh, but I want to start uh, pumping my breast milk and making cheese out of it to save the vegans, right? Because it's 100% consent-based milk. And vegans breastfeed their children, so they don't have a problem with human milk if it's consent-based. I mean, you can't get consent from a cow or a bee or a, you know, whatever you're milking, a lamb. or. But I'll give you my consent, and I'll make... Uh, I'll make you know, it's like 22% fat in that milk. It's going to make like a triple cream brie. It's going to be delicious. It's like a really fatty, to save the vegans, it's like real meltable cheese. But then I smoke and eat so much weed um, that like my breast milk, a lot of people, they'll pump and dump when they have babies because they don't want to have the THC in the breast milk. Now I say, keep it in there. Let's make some TH cheese, right? Like, can I get high off my own supply? Yeah, reaching weed singularity. Oh no, I could teach. 
Yeah, no, it's more of a TED talk. They're not, they're not actually jokes. Uh, my, <laughs> my boyfriend did the sexiest thing. We had the day off together last week and he did the sexiest thing. It was laundry. He did, he did all the laundry. It was amazing. <laughs> so hot. It was so warm. Snuggled with that laundry. It smelled so good. Actually, I don't have a sense of smell anymore. That's one of the things that's happened. I'm going through perimenopause. It's a fun name. Uh, perimenopause. I found out, oh, I've lost my taste of sense and smell. Oh, this is normal. Oh, this is normal. That's so perfect because it's exactly the right time to start picking up eating ass. You know what I mean? Like, I can't taste or smell anything. It's time to eat some butts. Like, I don't get, I mean, I don't get it. I grew up in the 90s when it was like, oh, this is, well, we're all very closeted about our sexuality and whatever. Uh, but that's the thing that happened. I don't know if you knew in 2002, like balls came on the menu. I don't know who put them on the menu. I don't know if it was porn or like there was no one ever tried to stick their balls all through college from like 92 to 96. Not a pair of balls in my mouth. Never. It just wasn't a thing. It was like a lot of dick sucking, not a lot of ball. But in 2002, all of a sudden, like, all right. So I say, let's deal with my issues. I'm hungry. And if you can dip your nutsack in some marshmallow fluff. And Roll one ball on chocolate chips and the other ball on graham cracker crumbs. Because I'm going to have your sweaty nutsack in my mouth. Kind of want it to taste like summer camp. <laughs> S'more dick, please. Less balls. S'more dick. This is very funny. I found out that someone actually stole this joke from me. The last joke I'm going to end on was actually someone else said a very similar thing on stage at Cobb's on Wednesday. Now, those of you who know me have known that I've been doing this joke for six years. It's been my closer for six years, and I'll do the joke. You know, I have a fantasy. I want to be with an uncircumcised guy because I want to pull up his dick, and I want to pull his foreskin up over his dick, and I want to put whiskey in his foreskin because I want whiskey dick for real. Can I finally get what I want? It's twofold. One, I'm an alcoholic and like I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And two, boys are gross and you have to clean out all that schmegma. <laughs> okay, so I've been closing I've been closing on that joke for like six years and I found out that a comedian who had a show at Cops on Wednesday, who's been doing comedy for one year in like two months or some shit, started riffing about drinking whiskey out of foreskins. Hey, Sergio Navoa, don't steal people's jokes. I'm sorry that you're brand new, motherfucker, and you can't write your own shit, but I've been in this comedy community for eight years, and everyone knows that that is my closing joke, you joke thief. Anyone can have a show. Anyone can have a show on Wednesday at the at the anywhere. You just have to buy it. You have to have enough money to have a bring your show and you buy the show. That's how you get your name up in lights when you've been doing it for a year. So don't steal people's fucking material. It's a small community. Just saying. Doesn't matter. He even had a show at Muni Radio, but he never listened to it anyway. So we'll never hear this. So he can go fuck himself. No, but I'm serious. Don't steal people's jokes, and especially new people. Like we've there are people that are gonna notice that shit. That's all. Nathan, you're such a doll, and you haven't stolen anyone's material. He's so pretty. This was so lovely tonight because I actually got to like stare at him for two hours, and that's totally fine because I was running the board. <laughs> That was like completely appropriate for him to like, and you didn't even show your tummy once. I didn't even inappropriately ask, I was like, I, 
I'm blinded by the light. Uh, put your hands together for Nathan Lowe. Yeah. Well, I'll give it up for Pam. Also, fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck that joke stealing piece of shit. Was it Max Eddie? No. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I know. He likes sticks, though. Uh, <laughs> and whiskey, too. Have you ever seen that little guy drunk? It's fucking nuts. No, nah, that has been a whole lot of fun, guys. Thank you so much for coming out and showing your support. Elton John came in right at the end. Uh, we're not giving that fucking asshole any stage time, though. Clap it up one more time. If you haven't been listening on the radio, this is Mutiny FM. This is happy hour open mic on a fucking Friday. We out. Yay, and that was Nathan Lowe. Yay. Bye, everybody. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material. I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. And I'm on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good food. I am a total fraud.
and I will cut the Hello, Blake. Henry. Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days. Over 50 comics from all around the U.S. And you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. 
counter offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Hey, you open micer in San Francisco comedy scene. Maybe you want time to do jokes. Well, this is the place to do it. Mutiny Radio. We have three open mic a week just for you. Monday's joke workshop from 6 to 8. Come and get four minutes and four minutes of commentary from your comedian peers. Come on Fridays for happy hour 6 to 8 here at Mutiny Radio. All the comics. Wonderful, hilarious people in the scene. Get to know them. Hang out. Do a set. Have it recorded here and on a podcast at mutinyradio.fm and come in on Saturdays from 4 to 6. Get long sets, because no one ever shows up, so it's like stage time, and people can listen. Come on by to Mutiny Radio. Get your comedy on, baby. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh, Kit Marie, Brandon Ray, and Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRCollective.org.
Brandon Ray and Mistress Christine. Just Motorcycle Lawyers were part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's Motorcycle Lawyer. Victor Harris, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Chromatic Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. Oh. Up here. And I started to do some thinking. And I on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Making big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good I am a total Hello, Blake. Henry. Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> C- 
subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. in San Francisco comedy scene. Maybe you want time to do jokes. Well, this is the place to do it. Mutiny Radio. We have three open mic a week just for you. Monday's joke workshop from 6 to 8. Come and get four minutes and four minutes of commentary from your comedian peers. Come on Fridays for happy hour 6 to 8 here at Mutiny Radio. All the comics wonderful hilarious people in the scene get to know them hang out do a set have it recorded here and on a podcast at mutinyradio.fm and come in on saturdays from four to six get long sets because no one ever shows up so it's like stage time and people can listen come on by to mutiny radio get your comedy on baby tell me what you think about your situation, complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then 